0: Hey, it's Stav, Abby and Matt here from B105. Kid Leroy has done an exclusive interview for Listener. We thought it's worth a share and hope you enjoy.
1: He's still just 18, but the Kid Leroy is already a global superstar. We're talking literally billions of streams, an American number one single with Stay, millions of social media followers, and a handful of ARIA and Billboard awards. And most importantly, he's got the entire world anticipating what he does next. Next. And the Kid Leroy has come a really long way fast. He's a First Nations kid who grew up in Redfern, posting beats and rhymes on SoundCloud, and he always thought big. By 16, he'd already been discovered and fulfilled a dream by relocating to LA to propel his career. He's gone from scraping up money to eat at McDonald's to coming home to Australia for a victory lap tour and having the fast food chain name a meal after him. But as I found out when I chatted to him backstage on his sold-out Australian tour, Leroy is a young man with an old soul. He's already worked out how to navigate the tricky world of success, and as you'll hear, he's all about his music, his girlfriend, and his creativity. And if you think you know the Kid Leroy, think again. We're going deep on his rise and his songs, and here he is right now, the Kid Leroy. It's great to speak to you. Um, How has it felt, first of all, coming back to Australia, your hometown, playing such incredible shows?
0: Um, very, very surreal. I'll say that very, very, very surreal. Um, I mean, it's, I mean, yeah, it was crazy. Only three years ago, three and a half years ago, I was doing a show to like 150, maybe 200 people. And I thought like, oh my God, like I've made it, you know? Um, so then, yeah, coming, (laughs) coming back and doing, uh, doing this whole run has, I mean, we, you know, we started it yesterday and it was just, I was crazy. I couldn't stop crying.
1: It is surreal. That is the right word for it. When you think about the achievements, the accolades, all of the things that have happened within your career. I remember seeing, you know, the Saturday Night Live performance with Miley Cyrus and that felt like a pinch me moment. And then yeah. seeing when Stay came out and then seeing these things saying that it was not only number one, but it was the longest reigning number one on a Billboard two hundred Global 200 list and then yeah. the fastest song to reach a billion streams on Spotify. You know, when you sit back and think about that sort of impact that you've had already, like how do you even begin to process that?
0: Um, I don't process it, honestly. I just don't really try not to think about it too much. I just kind of keep it moving and just like... Yeah, I think the more the more I think about it, I think the less it motivates me, you know, because then I'll be like, I'll be like, start to get a little more complacent. So um, yeah, I think for me, I just try not to think about it. And I just always want to keep the mindset that I haven't done anything yet, you know, because then that's what makes me go hard. So yeah.
1: Was that something that you learned? Or was that like advice that someone gave you? That's such a, like I, an interesting I think, take. I think that's just
0: me. I think that's all me. I don't know. Maybe maybe someone plants it in my mind. I think it's just me though. I think <laughs> I think that's how I am.
1: It's quite wise. <laughs> You're not giving into the oh, bullshit. Well, thank
0: you. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Has it gotten really strange? Like what what's like a really strange thing that's that's happened to you in this time?
0: It was funny, one of my friends said to me today, like oh man, we just walking to Macca's, you're in a frozen Coke. Now you have to walk at like six security and everyone wants to come up to you. And it was like, I was like, yeah, that's, that is pretty crazy in the span of a couple of years. You know, it's just so that's probably the craziest thing is like over here, not really being able to like walk around like that. It's kind of crazy. Yeah.
1: Is it the same in LA? Because you've lived in LA since you were 15. No, nah, no,
0: like definitely not the same over here. Over here. It's like craziness In in LA. Like, you know, everyone lives there. So, you know, I think everyone's just accustomed to like, that's just the lifestyle. You know, I don't think, I don't think, you know, like what over here, like, you know, there's no one really, um, you know, like tired to come over here and then I'm from, I'm from thinking because I'm from here as well. You know, it just may, I think it's the love just is 10 times more. Um, you know, as opposed to LA, like anyone could, you know, Michael Jackson could be walking down the street and people be like, Oh cool. It's Michael Jackson. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so,
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Does Australia still feel like home?
0: Yes, 100%. It Mm. definitely does. And being back here definitely reminded me that too, you know, like it feels everything just kind of slipped right back to normal in a sense, like, you know, like seeing friends again, it was like, you know, like we never had years apart or anything. So yeah, that's the thing that makes it feel home for sure.
1: When you were talking just before about being able to understand the accolades and the awards and all of the weird absurd success things that happen and then being able to stay focused talk to me about new music that you're working on and being motivated
0: uh the new stuff I mean yeah I've just been you know I I don't know it was weird I was like blocked for a little um period of time so I just like had to like Go on vacation because i just was like ripping my hair out being like what do i do i came back from vacation and i um i just i don't know i think it just helped the mind flow a little better you know coming back from that and then like yeah from there um i don't know i've just been working basically every single day. I mean, apart from now I'm on the tour. Um, so it's only very like limited, but before that I was working every single day, just in the studio with my friends and just trying to map it out and figure it out. Um, but yeah, I've got, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm at a place where I think I'm, I'm pretty happy with everything so far. And there's just a couple more things that need to be added for the, you know, for a full body of work. So,
1: yeah. You got friends in very creative places. You've been tagging your Dijons and you know your Tame Impalas and the Omafettis, and of course yeah. Post Malone. I yeah. know that the Post Malone one is kind of one that's going to be coming up pretty soon. Tell me about what it was like working with him.
0: Um, I mean, he's just a he's just a legend. Just like just I mean, musically and just like him as a person, he's just such a good dude. And I think that's what made has made it so much easier because i think we just get along so well and i think that kind of translates in the music you know like every time we get up and make a song it feels like we're just hanging out and just happen to make a song you know we never we never like it never feels like oh i'm going into do a session and it's like really serious and just go and something comes out of it then it does and if not then you know there's no pressure either so um i think yeah i think that's that's probably why yeah
1: and he's an artist that feels like always puts heaps of his raw emotion into music. Do you think that he brought out more personal stuff out of you because of that?
0: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, definitely, I think. I mean, just, you know, when you're in the room and working with someone, especially someone that you like and respect, I think, yeah, that always motivates you to go a little harder than than usual, you know? So, yeah.
1: Do you get nervous?
0: I do. It just depends on, like, what it is, who it is. Like, you know, like... It was weird. I I think I was nervous going in to the studio with, like, to first ever meet him because I was like, "Oh God, it's Post Malone." He's like one of my biggest inspirations, and um, as soon as I got in the room, my nerves just like went out the window just because from him being so relaxed and chill and just like, "Oh, all right, yeah, this is not," you know. Um, There's definitely certain people though that I won't name that like make you way more nervous because they're just like mad mysterious, you know, you're like, oh God, does people even like me, (laughs) you know, like so. But yeah, no, Post, that's a good dude, man. He's a real cool dude.
1: That's so exciting. Another thing I needed to ask you about because in terms of people that you're inspired by, you're of course an inspiration to so many people here and people looking to you and people that are overseas as well. When we think about the Australian culture and in particular the fact that Nadoc Week is coming up, how do you explain the pride that you have in your culture to the Americans that you meet? Like what is the awareness around Australians, Indigenous Australians as well? I think for me, you know, um
0: for me it is just, you know, number 1 be, being proud, you know, and like kind of like I don't know, like it's it's interesting like what if you know, if it if it ever comes up like, like, okay, what, do you, like, what, what exactly do you mean? Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, what exactly do you mean? Like, um, how do they receive it, basically, or
1: do they? Is I mean, is there an awareness of our indigenous culture within Australia when people meet you and they say, "Oh, wow, you're from Australia"?
0: Yeah, I mean, people uh, when they first meet me in America. I mean, not, honestly, not a lot of from at least from what I've gauged, people meeting like not a lot of. Uh, Americans know about you know yeah. what has gone on in Australia, and I think you know, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, all of my friends you know now do know about it. You know, I I always you know um, tell them, and I and I actually love you know edu- educating them on that because. I feel like a lot of my friends from America, at least, are very. They know a lot about America. They don't know a lot about the rest of the world. You know, not even just mm-hmm. Australia, just about the rest of the world in general. And I feel like mm-hmm. um, in Australia, we're kind of a little more blessed to learn more things about the world and stuff like that. I feel like a lot, of, a lot of times, from what I've seen, at least in America, everyone is kind of like just focused on. American stuff and not a lot about like, you know, there's people that meet me and they're like, Oh, you know, did you grow up like, and literally asked me if I grew up like riding a kangaroo and they're being dead serious. And, uh, it's like, Oh God, you don't, you don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah.
1: Um, have a great time on the rest of your tour. It's been a pleasure speaking to you.
0: Thank you very much.
1: Ah, well, there you have it. Thank you for joining me on this bonus episode with The Kid Leroy. For more exclusive chats and new music goodness, join me on the Listener app every Friday for my weekly Need to Know new music show, where I give you the spin on the week's hottest releases and chat to the hitmakers themselves. Search new music on the Listener app and listen for free with me, Linda Mariano. Listener.